Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you, and enjoy. When I first came to St. Basil 25 years ago this December, if I'm doing the math right, you know, shortly, I don't know what shortly is, maybe five years after I arrived, several people approached me about beginning the novena in honor of divine mercy. And I, to tell you the truth, I wasn't familiar with it. I'd been kind of an administrator forever, and I just didn't have, and the parish I was in really didn't have any connectedness, for whatever reason, with divine mercy. It's not a criticism, it's just the way it was. So... Those folks then began the novena here. It it began just with like, I don't know, maybe some of you were here, but I think most of the people that initiated it in this parish, which would have been in like the late 90s, most of them, I know the principal members moved or were relocated somewhere else. But, you know, it began, my point is it began with a, a pretty small group of people. And if you look around you today, you can see how it's grown and expanded, you know, over these, whatever the number of years were or was. I'm not sure of the word there. Was? Whatever. I am sure, now where I learned more about divine mercy was down in Honduras, okay? I guarantee you today in Honduras, the churches there are packed on Divine Mercy Sunday. I mean, packed. Now, packed isn't probably as many of them as there are of you because the churches are smaller, but Divine Mercy Sunday is, Divine Mercy is just basically everywhere in Honduras. And, you know, there's just great, great reverence for the novena as there's great reverence here as well. So, so I did a little research on this that I found interesting that I share with you, and it's real quick. I think St. Augustine of Hippo, died. He was born in the 300s, and he lived to 450. So he had a pretty good life. He probably lived to his 80s, actually. He actually is the one who, in the 400s, introduced the whole concept of, of prayer and mercy. It came from Augustine. He introduced it for whatever reason, you know, and then, of course, it's really blossomed with St. Faustina and and her writings and her reflections and prayers and just who she was and what she was all about. But Augustine is the one who first, you know, and that's very, very early. And, you know, he's a philosopher is what he was, uh, but also a theologian. And that was very, very early in the in the life of the church for sure. But he talked about mercy and talked about God's mercy and talked about people's need for mercy. And that's why we're here today, because we recognize the fact that we very much need God's gift of mercy. So it's always occurred to me, and I'm, you know, I'm sure it does to all of us. I'm not anything special in this regard, but as we gather here today and plead, look to God for that gift of mercy, along with that, we understand uh, pretty clearly that there's a responsibility. To, this is where it gets tricky. This is kind of where the rubber hits the road. You know, it gets tricky, but we're called, therefore, to be instruments of God's mercy to others. And as I said, that can be tricky, believe me. 
And it, it doesn't mean that you're responsible to solve all the problems in your life or in your relationship or people that, you know, you don't have good working or living relationships with. And a lot of times that can be with family for lots of different reasons. I, I think it's just the concept of being willing to extend ourselves to kind of seek reconciliation, you know, not to be the stubborn one, but to be the one, and you might get crushed, okay, but that's okay. The big thing is that we make the effort to extend kind of reconciliation, forgiveness, and mercy to others in very simple ways, nothing complicated. And if it isn't received or it isn't reciprocated, that's okay. The issue is that as we look to God for mercy, we've also got to be well, I like that, instruments of God's mercy ourselves, okay? And if there's anything that our world needs, I think it's, it is indeed this Divine Mercy Sunday. So, St. Faustina wrote the following about three ways to practice mercy towards your neighbor. She wrote this. I didn't, okay? You are to show mercy to your neighbors always and everywhere. And I am giving you three ways of exercising mercy towards your neighbor. The first, by deed, D-E-E-D, performing an act of mercy. The second, by word, the merciful word, by forgiving and by comforting. And the third, by prayer. If you can offer no word, then pray, because that too is mercy. So one more time, I'm giving you three ways of exercising mercy towards your neighbor. The first, by deed performing an act of mercy. The second, by word, the merciful word, by forgiving and by comforting. And the third, by prayer. If you can offer no other word, then pray. That too is mercy. He who knows how to forgive prepares for himself many graces from God. And as often, this is from Faustina, as often as I looked upon the cross, so often will I forgive with all my heart. Help me, Lord, that my eyes may be merciful so that I may never suspect or judge from appearances, but look for what is beautiful in my neighbor's souls and come to their rescue. For that, too, is mercy. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.